Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic, recording probably the most random and impromptu episode to date. So Sunday evening here now, I've just come back from the gym. I am still wearing my gym clothes, but on the way to the gym, I was having a conversation with my daughter that sparked this idea. And I was like, oh my gosh, as soon as I get home, I'm literally going to run to the laptop. I'm going to switch it on. And I'm going to share with you guys a story that I feel like it feels so profound to me. You'll see what I mean when I share it. Like it's such a simple, basic story, but there's meaning there. So why don't I just dive right on in? So I was telling my daughter a story about my dog saver. So I have two dogs. You guys probably already know this. I have a Doberman who's about 16 months old. Her name is Saber and she has a big brother, a Cavalier called Scooter, who is sort of pretty old in dog years. He's eight years old now. But once upon a time, I used to take my dogs for regular walks. Okay, I still love going for walks, but I used to take my dogs both with me until I discovered that you could just take them to the dog park. And it's so much easier because parks are massive. They're fenced in, they're enclosed, so the dogs can't get up to any mischief outside this particular closed-in area. And they, you know, meet up with other dogs and they play and play and play. So I discovered the beauty of dog parks probably around the same time as lockdown began. Actually, probably like a few months before. Let's just say I've been going for six months. So I've been taking both dogs with me to this local dog park that's not too far away from me. Every day, like literally every single day for an hour and a half, we would meet up with all the other crew, like especially during lockdown, we're all working from home. I always work from home, but these new friends that I had made also work from home and we all brought our dogs together. Now I have to say, okay, so the story that I'm going to share with you, there are some exceptions to the rule because Sabre made some really fantastic doggy friends that were same energy levels, also puppies, played so fantastic together. But if by some chance those fellow friends weren't there, she was always getting into mischief. Like other, I forgot to call it doggy parents, used to like frown about the fact that she was so jumpy and she likes, like she's so playful. She'd jump on the little dogs and the big dogs, but obviously the intention is there to play. Now, if you have a fellow puppy, you you can a fellow puppy of the same size, like you get that they're just wanting to play. But there were so many precious doggy owners over there that just were like, obviously not approving. Now stick with me because I promise that this is going to be relevant in a moment. So for the last six months, you know, every afternoon when my husband comes home from work, I'd sort of like let him know what the deal was, how the dog park went. And every day there was almost like a little story about Saber getting into trouble, even though I could see she's like the most beautiful, gorgeous dog. But just the way that some people would react to her made me think that she needed to like act a little bit different from who she was. So fast forward this story now to a month ago where my kids are no longer homeschooling and they're back in school and due to some changes in our morning routine, I now happen to drop my daughter off next to a new dog park. Now I was so sure that I'd already found the best dog park ever. So I was really hesitant about going to this new place, but my mind over the last month has been totally blown away. And do you know why? 
Because there's a different set of dogs there and every dog is just like Sabre. They're big and fun and love to play and do these little somersaults together. Like they're so adorable to watch. And everyone that I've met there has just gone, you have the most amazing, gorgeous dog. She is so cool, so much fun, so playful. And honestly, it's just like a joy to watch her play with dogs that have the same temperament, have the same energy levels, that just sort of get each other. Like, and, and the owners like sit back and go, oh my gosh, they're just having the best time. Okay. No drama, no issues. So you're wondering, okay. How in the world does this relate to parenting? And I'm going to tell you right now. So if you've ever had a child that any other parent has frowned upon, or it's like not approved of their actions, it sort of reminds me of me taking Saber to that dog park. Now, I am by no means implying that children are like animals, nor do I mean that they're like dogs. But there is a similarity there in as just like there's so many different breeds of dogs. I mean, it's obvious. So you see a dog, a Dalmatian obviously looks completely different from a Chihuahua. A Poodle has a completely different temperament from a Jack Russell. I mean, we get it. I think there's like approximately 200 different dog breeds in the world. And I don't think that any of us would expect that one breed is going to be or behave in exactly the same way as another. And we also understand like within the breed, the dogs have different temperaments, but their differences are obvious. So when you see, let's just say a boxer, for example, so that was my husband's all-time favorite breed for so long and probably would have been the next choice had we not got the Doberman. When you see a boxer, you know it's going to be playful. You know what to expect from it. But when it comes to kids, some parents expect them to all behave in the same way. Now, I know I don't. I've just always intuitively understood that Kids are going to have different temperaments. Some are going to be feisty. Some are going to be shy. I was a shy kid. And even over time, a child is going to develop in different ways. And so someone who was once upon a time so shy, like I literally did not say a word for my first year of school, still eventually learned to be more outgoing and to come out of a shell. But the real point or the real point that I'm hoping to make in this episode is let's just use Saber as an example. In one scenario, she was considered to be a really mischievous dog, very boisterous puppy. And I sort of would walk away feeling a little bit crap sometimes, like if she misbehaved. But to my surprise, in a different situation, or I should say a different environment, the very same dog was perceived and embraced to be completely different at this new dog park. They love her there and the dogs that she plays with are just like her and they bring out the best in each other. So how does this apply to you and your kids? I want you to know that if you've ever been in a situation where you feel like other parents have frowned upon your child and they act as if their child is so much better, it's like, you know, the perfect little dog breed, you know, might your dog should be behaving the way that my dog does, your dog shouldn't be doing that, but just applying the same sort of message to kids. I want to suggest to you that in a new scenario, your child or that same child that other parents were like secretly bitching about could be embraced with open arms 
And in that new environment, your child will come totally alive. It's almost like they're going to be a different person because they're no longer being judged and they're actually being accepted and loved for who they are. And I know I started by using this weird analogy of dogs and different breeds in a dog park and the importance of finding a dog park where your dog just fits in and it's almost like they find their crew. I encourage you to find that for your kids to find a group of people that love them, not to hang around like these mums that are so condescending, who are so sure that it's their child that's perfect and their way that's perfect. And if you don't do it their way, like, you know, you're doing it wrong. I really call BS on that. And I can't think of anything worse than staying in a situation where you're Kids are constantly criticized, constantly judged, uh, definitely not supported or understood. And as parents, I think that one of the kindest things that we can do for our kids is to surround them with people who love and want the best for them, as opposed to always turning their nose down or is it turning up their nose? Well, you know what I mean. Just coming back to that original story that I was sharing, I guess there really are some parallels between the dog park and the playground. I would love that if you just take one thing away from this very quirky episode, it's to understand that just like there are so many dog breeds out there, all children have different temperaments and needs and desires because they are individuals. I think that you and I both know that it would be totally crazy to have a Labrador and expect that Labrador to behave in exactly the same way as let's just say a German Shepherd. Now I mentioned them because Sabre plays with both those breeds. They're both a similar size, but completely different. And there really is no logic for the German Shepherd owner to say, my dog is the best dog. Why doesn't your dog behave more like my dog? I'll tell you the reason why my dog doesn't behave more like your dog, because I have a different dog. And even if we had the same breed, I would still have a different dog. And one dog isn't better than the other dog. Like why do some parents not get that? I really don't understand it. Like where that perceived superiority comes from, but here's a suggestion. If you ever face it, try a new dog park, try a new environment. Don't think for a second that better ones don't exist or that you don't have options because you do. And when you make that change away from really judgmental people, you open up the opportunity to find new doors, to open brand new doors. And if you do that, you might discover exactly what I did. And I'll go back to using Saver in that real life scenario she found her peeps, she found her little crew, she found an environment where she was loved and adored. And I do hope that you find that for your kids. Step away from any toxic environments, away from people who are super judgmental, who are super critical, because it isn't a healthy environment for our kids. And I really do believe that they are just simply worthy of better treatment. And so that's it for today's really short and sweet episode. I feel like this one might come across as a cryptic puzzle that needs to be solved, but I promise you the premise and the message is pretty simple. If an environment isn't bringing out the best in your kids, rather than assuming that the only solution is to actually change your child, which we all know is impossible, like we can't change the temperament of a dog breed, nor can we change the personality of our child. But you don't need to do that, okay? Because there is an alternative, which is simply this. 
Consider changing the environment. Yes, yes, yes. Give it a go and see if it makes a difference. You might be blown away and so surprised at the dramatic changes that happen in your child once you remove them from what could be a toxic environment and you won't know until you try. And so that is it for today's episode. Before I end, I want to make it super clear that when it comes to any references to that original dog park, Saber had her super favorite friends who she still loves and adores, and I am definitely not talking about you guys. And so that's it for today's episode. As always, I love and appreciate you all, and I can't wait to catch you in the next one. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.